0: The best thing about being a teen girl is getting to have a cowgirl summer. Ooh, oh, oh, oh! This is the Pure Boys, a Christian podcast. But God told us to change. Ooh, oh, oh, oh! So for the summer, we're watching cowgirl flicks. Ooh, oh, oh, oh! Get in the action, feel the attraction. Horses and teens are oh, what a dream. I uh oh wanna be free and yeah, free to ride some horses Man, I feel like a cowgirl. This is our summer theme song. Yo way! What's up you bunchbaggers?
1: <laughs> yeah!
0: Ah, oh, fudge packers, that's oh. right,
1: I didn't do Yahweh. You really,
2: you really sandbagged me on that one.
1: <laughs> I sure did, <laughs> you fudge packer.
2: <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, what an exciting day this has been so far. I woke up to a new day down in, and then I got to watch Hope's Legacy, a story of horses and teens, oh, what a dream.
1: Isn't it amazing when you get to wake up and just watch a cowgirl movie right away?
2: Yeah, and that starts
1: your day. Yeah, Ooh man, oui. it's
2: it's the best. It's truly the best way to start the day.
1: <laughs> I couldn't think of any better. Like, get a a real strong coffee in you. Maybe a hot a microwaved hot dog with cheese whiz
2: raw. Well, oh no, bun! You're talking about.
1: Well, no, it was raw. I had a bun. But I thought you microwaved I'm not a weirdo. it. Weirdo.
2: But you said you microwaved it. Uh yeah, you're right. What aspect is microwave? The cheese or the dog or the bun? The maybe? cheese. Oh, <laughs> well then it's <laughs> then that's close enough. Yeah, I
1: put a cup of cheese whiz in the <laughs> microwave. <laughs> Get it scolding hot so
2: it cooks the dog. Hmm. Get it so hot that it like burns around the edges, and so you've got like yeah. burn marks around your cup. Yeah. And then I daintily hold it and
1: uh, puff on it very quickly yeah. so it gets all the cool air on it. Like, <laughs> And then uh, I take a big old chomp and burn my mouth still.
2: <laughs> yeah, You don't cool the cheese off in any way, shape, or form. You're blowing on the no. dog, the part of the dog without the cheese, and then you take a yes. huge bite and burn the frick out of your mouth.
1: The cold dog that has not
2: been cooked at all. Man, when I was at my first job, I worked at Shopper's Drug Mart for my first job, and we would just, like eat a pack of hot dogs in the back on break like that would be like our lunch just <laughs> a pack of hot dogs and you just eat them raw dog <laughs> like it didn't oh no we also had like eggnog drinking competitions we were wild animals at that place so it was disgusting Oh my God. man if the if the walls could talk at
1: that uh, shopper's drug mart hey, oh,
2: they would say i remember the time that one of the supervisors got mad and punched a hole in me that's what the walls would say <laughs> <laughs> Punch a hole in you,
1: in the in me, oh, the, the wall, the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> You're imagining you
1: as the wall.
2: Yeah, in that scenario, you had said, <laughs> um, "If these walls could talk," and I said, "Well, I'm going to play the wall in this scene." Can I get a location Dang. from the audience, please? Shoppers, okay. The wall. I am the wall.
1: <laughs> I am the location.
2: Exactly. And oh, please, don't punch a hole in me, Supervisor. I won't say his name, but we all remember when it happened, anyone listening, and boy, was that not a fun day. (laughs) And that's improv. And I'm Zachariah Ty Bryant.
1: And I'm
2: Jonathan Toilet Toilet. And this is... Cowgirl Summer, Hope's Legacy. Oh man,
1: yeah it is. I couldn't be happier.
2: Bro, I am like, I'm I'm thinking that maybe we should just never go back to Christian movies and just watch Cowgirl movies forever. Cowgirl Summer never ends. I don't know. I'm, (laughs) I'm tempted. I'm tempted to rename this show Cowgirl Summer. I'm tempted to just throw it all away and make our legacy Cowgirl movies. Is there enough runway? Yes. Yes.
1: Will we feel differently, though, when the the leaves start turning, the weather gets a little bit cold, and, like, uh, you know...
2: That's true. ...cross settles in? Right. Once we hit the Augie Dog days of summer, are we still going to feel as hype? We still have 12 more cowgirl movies to watch after this. Are we still going to be as hype? Yes. (laughs) I feel like we will. (laughs) Like, the
1: way... I'm feeling right now is that the beginning of summer is showing a lot of progress. There is a lot of hope on the horizon for life in general, and it's intertwining with Cowgirl Summer podcasting. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful situation.
2: I agree. I uh I, I've had uh I've had this realization watching these movies. I feel the same way watching these movies as when I first discovered Medea, where I was like well, these movies aren't for me, but I love these movies. And every cowgirl movie we watch, we've watched so many Christian movies and I'm checking the time twenty minutes in, going like, Oi Gave twenty minutes. Oh my god, we're never gonna finish this. I I check the time on these movies and I go, Oh, there's only twenty minutes left. Oh no. <laughs> oh, we're almost done. Lizzie, are you gonna win the competition? Yes, of course
1: I, she is. I, I, yeah, of course she is. But I I really don't know what it is about these movies. Maybe at underlying uh, these movies is like a sports theme and like montages. It It just really is enjoyable
2: to watch. I don't know what it is, though. And honestly, like as we've come to learn on this show, I'm a sucker for country life. I said that in the last episode. I'm saying it again. And so seeing these people living on ranches and... T- taking care of their horses and shoveling hay and I go like why not me? Why can't I be yeah. that person? Why can't I be a teen girl who inherits my dead grandma's ranch? I'm not ready. Oh.
1: I I really want to be a rich teen girl that is on a ranch, living the horse dream. Like
2: that's the other thing. We're not rich. <laughs> and that's why we're never going to live th- maybe this maybe that's why I love this is because I get to live my dream vicariously through these Obscenely rich people who own multiple horses, (laughs) but hey, (laughs) we're getting too far off track here. We haven't even done the pure boys prayer yet. Uh, God bless. God bless our podcast. podcast. God God bless bless all all cowgirls. I love love you. you. Perfect. We love you. We love you. If you are listening, know that we love you. And if you are not listening, know that we hate you. (laughs)
1: We definitely hate you, and hate you in the worst ways. It's what you deserve.
2: Thanks for not supporting the show.
1: Okay. Let's get uh, the Sorbo Tweet of the Week out of the way so we can get into this gosh darn thing. Yeah, you're right. Here we go.
0: The Kevin Sorbo Tweet of the Week.
1: Okay, tweet of the week is, if people flying an American flag in America triggers you, you're in the wrong country. yee <laughs> Okay,
2: let's Way! move past that. <laughs> no, I feel like I want to unpack that, though. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> we'll move on past it. It doesn't matter. It's dead to us. America, baby. If people flying the American flag in America bothers you, you're in the wrong country. I mean... Yeah. Sure. I mean for once I I mean I don't disagree with you Kevin. <laughs> like I no. don't disagree with that. I think that he's right in that sense. Yeah, oh, but he's no. saying
1: it in the wrong way. You know the context of it is just like
2: not healthy. Yeah, he's saying if you got dark skin get out of the country. He's saying if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, get out of the country. It does the the American flag is just like That's just a cover for what he's really saying Which is yeah. get out of the country Please I won't ask if you twice If you're not white you're not right Exactly you heard it here it's first No, nope, we're putting that I on your tombstone Jonathan If you're not right you're not white Or whatever you just said
1: Yeah that's what I said
2: Two Let's scoops go with
0: that Two scoops baby Cause Hopes. Raisin Bram
2: mm. That was lovely. <laughs> I'm going to put music behind that and make that our new theme song. Hey, if you want to chop and screw that, I'm all for it. Cuz Raisin Bran. It's a beautiful song. <laughs> Cousin's Raisin <Bran. laughs> This is my cousin Raisin Bran. <laughs> His family hates That's him. That's a cool nickname. It is a cool nickname. It would be a horrible name, but it's a cool nickname. Yeah. Oh. Terrible name. But if you're walking around high school and everybody's like, hey, Raisin Bran, what's up? You'd <laughs> be like, I'm going to bring a gun to school. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I would love it. <coughs> like, why Maybe, didn't... Top of the court. It really feels like HBO missed out on some synergy when they didn't release, like, a Game of Thrones-themed serial called Raisin Bran. <laughs> and there's just a, a crippled boy with two scoops dumping it in. <laughs> they really missed out hey if you're crippled you can still use scoops who has a better story than Raisin Bran <laughs> that would have made I feel like people would have loved the finale if that's what had been said it would have just turned everyone around
1: yeah it would have fixed all the uh, missing points of Game of Thrones if they
2: would have just had that serial exactly it would have filled in every question mark But anyway, we're not here to talk about Game of Thrones and what could have been. We're here to talk about the 2000 and question marks movie. I didn't check to see what year it came out. I should have. I didn't. 2017, we'll say. That seems right. I don't know. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, No. This movie? Oh. (laughs) No. Game of Thrones. Yeah, this movie. Oh.
1: You're talking about Game of Thrones and this movie at the same time, and I don't know what's happening. But this movie came out in 2021.
2: No, the it didn't. The year of our Lord. No,
1: it didn't.
2: Did it really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, it did. 2021. What the, the frick? year of our Lord. Yeah. Hey, Yahweh. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Yahweh, that's great. You're right. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. 2021. That's that's a real mind fudge. This came out the same year as Beckman. <laughs> oh my god
1: this and Batman in the same years how can i even keep my pantaloons on oh my goodness
2: folks uh hope's legacy is a 2021 movie that i i i i feel bad because this i well when i saw the poster for this movie i thought oh good we're gonna last movie we watched was like about rich girls doing horse tricks and stuff fine not really cowgirls this movie the poster made it look like it was all cowgirls and I was like great can't wait for the cowgirls and then we watched it and it's about rich girls doing horse tricks (laughs) so I got tricked oh also Jonathan (laughs) he's changed his background to a picture of a raisin bran box with bran the broken on it (laughs) yeah it's called raven bran oh I don't like that I don't like that at all (laughs) ah yeah, wait. You, I bet they think they were pretty clever making it that. Just call it yeah. Raisin brand. <laughs> <laughs> I I think you're a little nitpicky, but you're right.
1: I mean, yes, I'm super picky. So what do you want from me? Yes, you're super picky.
2: I... But I feel like this is still a cowgirl movie. I agree. Yes, as we got into it, I was like, okay, rich girls. But then it's about a ranch, it's about country life it's about uh, grandmother and her country life and so yeah, I, I think it still qualifies I-, I I felt less bad about it as it went on so it's all, it's all good and it's all in fun Just get in the pit and try to love someone so this movie, I, agree. I was psyched it opened with horse jumping and I was like, I know that, I know that sport that's horse jumping, I recognize that now each cowgirl movie we've watched has introduced a new horse event to us this one introduces what is essentially the horse triathlon. Yeah. Which is... Uh, Including dressage. Which, having watched this whole movie, I still don't know what dressage is. It's
1: prancing. It's organized prancing, and you have to bow before it and bow <laughs> after. Yeah,
2: you do. <laughs>
1: and the it's horse... basically just pomp and circumstance turned
2: into a uh, sport. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is a good way to describe it. Yeah, like it's just... I mean, they don't explain that in the movie. I'm guessing you did some research to find that out because in the movie, it's portrayed as a horse walking in a circle. That's all it's shown (laughs) as. There's nothing else that would indicate what's going on other than the bowing. There's the bow at the start, the bow at the end. But then it's just a horse just trotting along. (laughs) And, like, sometimes (laughs) the girls are like, whoa, whoa, like, it's not trotting very good. (laughs) Like, well, what is this, though? Like,
1: I would... I wonder if there's a specific pattern you have to do and a specific timing that you have to keep up or something. There's got to be more to it. I, I did not look this board up,
2: but... I mean, uh, I, yeah. in my notes I have, is dressage just riding a horse good? Yeah. Because like, that's, all, that's what it looked like. It's just as long as you are riding, like bouncing along with the horse, you're getting perfect scores. But if you falter, then you don't get a perfect score. <laughs> I don't understand. We're not It's the- a as, it's as much about the posture
1: as it is about the prancing.
2: That's a good point. I yeah, it, and it's a lot about the bow too. That bow putting your right hand out, very powerful. Yeah. Oh,
1: so powerful. I could see the history of this sport evolving over mm-hmm. the years through
2: that bow. All of the just all of the disgusting blood on these rich people's hands as they bow with their horses and just, a, just a legacy of terror and blood <laughs> it's great yeah, as they send the common folk to die at war these guys are
1: just prancing their horses mm-hmm. with judges that make way too much money
2: their slaves from other countries lead their horses out they punch their slaves and get on their horse and then bow to the other rich white people and then they do fancy horse prancing beautiful, the gentleman's game yeah, this is why the world hates
1: you, horse people
2: uh, Truly, yeah <laughs> I loved that when, like, we're we're way ahead of ourselves here But I love when, like, Hope's rival bows It's just a quick, like, curt bow and handout. And then when Hope yeah. bows, it's like a long She holds it for, like, 15 seconds And then the, when the judge bows back, he's just like, yep, get on Like, okay, <laughs> let's go, come on You're wasting your time bowing Get in there, do your dressage your bowing is uncouth. <laughs> you're being too formal. It's be less formal. Don't show <laughs> us that much respect. But not that less formal. Be more formal. Exactly. Yes. And if you're in Japan, bow lower, bow deeper. That's a big sign of respect. Well,
1: they got bigger hips in Japan.
2: Arigato gozaimasu. Big bows. <laughs> that tickled me. <laughs> Uh, so we get the opening credits of the movie it's a bunch of nobodies but then at the end there's this credit and Golden Globe and three time Oscar nominated Diane Cannon and
0: I was like who is that
2: (laughs) she
1: is a star is what she is she's a legacy star
2: she starred in a movie called Heaven Can Wait and that's why they're paying her so much love in this movie
1: Apparently, according to the internet, she is sure. worth fourteen million dollars.
2: That's two and a half David A. R. White's.
1: Yeah, she she encapsulates David A. R. White, which is why she gets in these movies.
2: And he's Probably never pays for half of them. He's never gonna get a Golden Globe, and he's certainly never gonna be three times Oscar nominated, I'll tell you that much. I'm sure he's got a bunch of crucies or whatever they call Christian awards. I don't know, but <laughs> Crusties. Ne- yeah, crusties. Wow, you have got a shelf full of crusties. I think I'm splooging right now. I'm gush crazy. For, I'm gush for push right now.
1: <laughs>
2: <sighs> oh, that's a lot of crusties on your shelf. You must be the real deal. <laughs> uh, the horse jumping is already better in this movie than in the last movie because they're jumping over friggin logs and stuff and like more than just one little dinky pole. They're really going for it, and I was very impressed by all the horse work in this movie.
1: Yeah, they really uh, paid attention and highlighted the horse work and, like, showed other competitors. I guess only one other competitor, but, like, at least there was more going on here. They focused on that aspect of the
2: movie. Yeah, and there was at least, like, seven people in attendance... Yeah, <laughs> you know that weren't family how did family? they
1: get all this money to even put these shows on right. it baffles the
2: mind <laughs> yeah for real like again <laughs> it's just rich people swinging their big horse dinks around that's all it is yeah it's rich daughters that like grow up
1: with horses and they're like you know, instead of a real job, I just want to do this for the rest of my
2: life. I want to win $5,000 winning a competition. <laughs> like, it's just, it's literally just people passing ribbons back and forth and going, here's a ribbon for you. Thank you, here's a ribbon for you. Oh, thank you, here's a ribbon for you. Until they have a room full of ribbons. And they go, ah, look at how decorated <laughs> I am by all of my dad's rich friends. A, that's, that's Hope's legacy. And with those ribbons comes thousands of dollars somehow, yeah, well, it's, it's just again, just those ribbons aren't cheap, so it's just rich people again, just passing money back and forth. I think those ribbons are cheap, I think they are too, actually, yeah, i bet I bet we <laughs> could buy ribbons i you know what, oh my gosh, I should just fill my room with like horse ribbons, horse ribbons, and then yeah. when people ask, I go, "Yeah, I'm a very <laughs> decorated horse dancer. I'm a very decorated dressager, everybody knows that. We should take this podcast to video form
1: and have ribbons just (laughs) strewn, uh, uh, in our background.
2: Brother, don't tease me with taking this video or this podcast to video form. I've been tooting that horn since we started. So if you're ready, we'll do it. But I don't think you're ready yet. (laughs) Uh, I'm not ready. That's fair. Uh, before we get too deep into it, I'd like to talk about my own hopes, legacy. When I was in elementary school, I went to school with a girl named Hope, and in grade six, she went on a hot vacation somewhere. I'm not quite sure where she went, but when she came back, she had long blonde hair, and when she went on vacation, she came back, and her hair was in those Stevie Wonder Hotter Than July braids, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. She had that kind of. Now this is all making sense. And I was like, that's so that's my own personal Hope's legacy because that's the only thing I remember about Hope. I don't remember anything about her other than that. That one time she had the Stevie Wonder braids. I was like, that's good. That's a weird look. I've never seen that on somebody before because I'm 10 years old. Just torqued. Totally torqued. Oh, yeah. Who didn't want a piece of that?
1: <clears throat> Should- this uh makes me uh understand why you love shamar more so much
2: in diarrhea that makes it yeah that yeah that tracks he's uh he's my he's my hope he's my one that got away <laughs> yeah he is god
1: i'm hot i'm so sexy hot right also yeah
2: uh audience he is not lifting a shirt <laughs> to show me his nipples again if that's what you're wondering I've never done that, and I'll never do that. You did. You showed, your nipples were out, and then you covered them with your fingers, and then you said, oh, they've been covered the whole time, but I saw them both, so don't act like you didn't flash them at me. I was drunk, okay? If I, if you were, if I was Lightning McQueen, you flashed your headlights at me, that's all I'm saying. I've never seen Cars, I don't know that reference. It's the worst one, it's the worst of the Pixars, worse than the Good Dinosaur. it seemed like
1: it was the worst one. I think in the trailer, it started off with, are you ready for the worst
2: Pixar movie? <laughs> so I never saw it. They have the most... It, it makes them the most money in merchandising, though. Like, that movie sold sells so much toys, it's insane. Still. Well, if you want to know what man has made, get into a car. Exactly. And if you want to know what God has made, watch Hope's Legacy. Because Ooh, we yeah. open with a funeral, and there's just... There's just a casket on a hill surrounded by tombstones. There's no hole for it. There's no tombstone for it. It's just a casket on a hill. What are they going to do with it afterwards?
1: Uh, probably put it in a hole somewhere. I, I loved how it went from like a really light credit sequence to a hard cut to a funeral.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. And then when they pan through the funeral, everyone's wearing sunglasses except for all of the characters in the movie. So, everyone's wearing, there's a guy who looks like J.B. Smoove, he's wearing sunglasses, he's not in the movie. There's a woman there with sunglasses, kind of dumpy looking, she's not in the movie. And then we pass by all of the characters, and none of them are wearing sunglasses, and then there's other people with sunglasses. Like, it's just, it's like, oh, I wonder if these people are going to show up again. And then immediately, yes, they're all the main characters, of course.
1: Do you think this movie paid for a sungrass wrangler?
2: <laughs> I don't know what any of those words mean, but I'm gonna say yes because I'm a good improv member, sunglass wrangler, oh yes, and <laughs> <laughs> so they're at the funeral, we meet Lizzie and her her boyfriend James and Lizzie. those are the two main characters, and Lizzie's like she her first she's looking at the casket of her dead grandma, and her first thought is this ranch is gonna be a lot of work.' <laughs> It's like your your grandma's dead spend one second mourning her before you start thinking about all the work that's going to come into owning a friggin ranch that you inherited you lucky duck yeah they don't really pay
1: a lot of attention to mourning this uh, old lady that they loved and even the son is like
2: "Eh." (laughs) yeah sell the ranch (laughs) who (laughs) cares they just kick the casket down the hill afterwards they're like whatever dump her in the river it doesn't matter yeah kick the casket you know that game yeah (laughs) so i was convinced that hope was the grandma like i was like okay hope hope's legacy it's going to be about hope's leg like hope is the grandma her legacy is the farm and these horses and these competitions and all that we immediately find out no hope is a horse and also legacy is a horse both, it doesn't make any sense. They're both the horses. naming of this movie is bonkers. It's, it's crazy. We never find out her grandma's name. We never see a picture of her grandma. Her grandma is forgotten the instant that casket is off screen.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if I should tell you this news now, but maybe I should. Tell me. Tell me. Did she put up a fight? This, <laughs> this movie yeah. is
2: a sequel no. Why are we yes, doing it this? Is. Why are we jumping into two? And we, we've we done that so many times already. What's it a sequel there's, to?
1: There's no way we could have known this was a sequel. Okay. There's no references to a previous movie whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, But I kind of got it through context and uh, IMDb. The original movie is Christmas Ranch. 2016's <laughs> Christmas Ranch
2: Christmas Ranch Okay
1: <laughs> And you get to You're introduced to the grandmother <coughs> And uh, basically all these characters Apparently James's father Plays a bigger role in that movie
2: Well yeah cause it's his mom Oh no no sorry No it's Lizzie's no. mom Lizzie's whatever yeah. I'm confused Liz- Lizzie's grandmother Yes on her dad's side it's lizzie's dad's mother that's what i was trying to say yeah but it's james's
1: dad that is on the cover of christmas ranch
2: christmas ranch <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't you just want to like stop everything and watch it right now
2: yes and i want to get a big big salad
1: <laughs> christmas right
2: hi uh, big bowl of christmas ranch please i I was dumbfounded when I found out that this was the sequel. Yeah. Well, I guess we're going to have to watch Christmas Ranch if it's on Pure Flix. <laughs> like, we're going to have to. I hope it's on Pure Flix. It might not be. I don't think like, it is. I think we would have ran into it. I think I would have remembered a movie called Christmas <laughs>
1: Ranch. You would think so, right? Such Christmas. a bizarre title. And a ranch at Christmas? What kind of bizarre world is this? What? So
2: what's her grandma's name? Because we don't get it. And who plays her? What's grandma's deal? Uh, she's also like an old uh, model type. <laughs> of course she is. <laughs> she's an old... Uh,
1: yeah, and that's on. why we probably
2: get canon.
1: Because they just wanted the same type of character, but
2: to kill off the old one. Yeah, you mean grandmother.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: I only glam have mother. her in my notes. Oh, of glam I want to be a grandmother. I don't. That looks like an awful life. I hated her the second she got on screen, and then I loved her like not long after that. But I didn't trust her at first. Her name is Mary Evans. Mary Evans. Nothing. That's nothing. Okay, fine. Who, yeah. That's who, who plays her? Is it Beverly D'Angelo? <laughs> no,
1: it <laughs> is Beverly D'Angelo. <laughs> It's uh, Francine
2: Locke Nah, that means nothing, I shouldn't have asked Uh, Yeah, well we're gonna have to You should also check to see if it's on Pure Flix while you're checking stuff And I'll get into the plot here
1: Okay, I just wanted to let you know that uh, Francine Locke is in a movie called Risky Business as Shower Girl Oh, hello I thought that was uh,
2: important enough See those yabos probably, there we go Back in the 80s, (laughs) Tom Cruise classic Risky Business Oh my god, man! Do you want to review Days of Thunder on this show? I love yeah. Days of Thunder. We were talking about Cars, and all I could think about was Days of Thunder and how good it is. Make your... I haven't seen it as a human being yet. Oh man, it's awesome! Have you seen Talladega Nights? It's basically the same movie except not funny, but neither really is <laughs> Talladega Nights. So it's like a better version of that. Like I'm, I'm sure I've
1: seen the movie, but it was probably on TBS when I was like seven years old. Yeah.
2: So. There's a scene where, where Tom Cruise and his, um, his rival, played by, I don't remember what his name is, but he's the guy who plays Yondu in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, the blue guy. Sean They'll, Connery? Yeah, they're rivals, and, uh, and they're, they're in the hospital. They both got hurt, and they're in the hospital together, and they're in wheelchairs, and they're both being wheeled down the hall, but they're so competitive that they start racing their wheelchairs down the hall. It's great. It's really great. <laughs> So,
1: Talladega Nights is definitely the inspiration for that.
2: Talladega Nights inspired Days of Thunder. Everybody knows yeah. that. Yeah, retroactively, of course. Time. So, Lizzie inherits the ra- the Christmas ranch, and uh, and uh, her and her her boyfriend James are like excited about it, but stressed out about it. They just graduated from university, and they're like, Ah, oh, you know, what are we gonna do? And then this like goblin woman comes to the door, and it's. I mean, who could be this goblin woman? Why, it's Golden Globe and three-time Oscar-nominated Diane Cannon, and uh, not Diane Sawyer. No, she's there with her granddaughter, who I don't—I didn't catch her name, but who cares? And her disgusting-looking little dog, this little puke of a dog with a pink mohawk, who's got an obnoxious name. I—I I didn't write it down because it was too complicated. I don't. They call her like Grizzabella or I don't know what they call her in the end. Is it Mary Bell? No, it's like it's it's obnoxious. Whatever it is, I, I don't remember. It <laughs> it doesn't matter because the dog disappears after this scene anyway. After it poops on the floor, I guess she puts it down or something because we never see that dog again. But uh um, good,
1: yeah. I think they show it walking, but it's not an issue anymore. No. You don't have to worry about this dog whatsoever.
2: Yeah. The little girl goes, hi, I'm whatever my name is, and this is my grandmother." And I went, well, that's I don't care what your name is now. You're glam forever. So, I want to be a grandmother. Me too. Yeah. we A lot of steps to get there, but we could get there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we find out that glam was good friends with... Uh, Lizzie's dead grandma, who again is never named, <laughs> Christmas ranch owner, and uh, she's like, "I'm here to help you. I came back, and I'm here to help you, and in any way that I can, because I loved your grandma so much. I'm here to help, and I, you know, I want to be here for you." And Lizzie's like, "Well, no offense, but like, what can you do for me?" And she's like, "Well, I could make you a cup of tea." And she goes, "I mean, all right, I guess." And so she makes her the tea, and she goes, "You know, there's something in your eyes that reminds me." Of me, <laughs> and I went, oh, <laughs> I really thought you were gonna say something that reminds you of her grandma, <laughs> but no yeah that would have been nice. It's about you, I guess, grandmother. I mean, I don't like grandmother. I don't I don't like you at all. I felt like all
1: of the conversations, especially at the beginning half of this movie, are so stilted. Nobody has chemistry with anybody at this point.
2: And not a lot of it is developed as the movie goes on. Like James yep. and and Lizzie certainly don't really have much chemistry. James is a walking soaking teabag. Like he's just <laughs> he's just a zilch. He's a hunk with great yeah. hair and great eyes and a nice stubble and he's just a hot dude. He looks great in like that black polo shirt he's wearing later. Like phew, dude's a total hunk. But he's a bit of I a, thought he's empty. James and Lizzie
1: were, like, siblings or, like, best friends or something. I
2: I did not get a relationship vibe off them whatsoever. Not even when they were walking up to that, was holding hands. <laughs> nope. Well, I guess to be fair, Lizzie holds hands with everyone throughout this movie. She's just holding Glammother and her granddaughter's hand at one point. Like, she just, that's what she does, so. But I'm with you. Well, that's why she screwed up at d-
1: dressage so badly, because she was trying to hold the horse's hand. <laughs> and the judges were like, no, you,
2: you don't do that. It's going to hurt. He's going to step on your hand. <laughs> hold my hand, please. Oh, I love you, horse. I love you, Legacy. <laughs> Yeah, you're not supposed to talk either, woman. No, exactly. <laughs> that's our ri- that's our hopes legacy. Women aren't allowed to talk yeah. while they dressage. <laughs> Praise him. Praise him. So, uh, like, Lizzie immediately wants to get into competition. She's like, I haven't ridden in like f- five years, but I j- I'm gonna do a competition next week. And James is like. Maybe wait till the next competition, right? You haven't ridden a horse in five years. You haven't trained. We don't know these horses aren't competition ready. So maybe just wait a little bit. And she's like, oh, uh, uh, you don't support me, James. And he's like, well, I mean, okay. <laughs> okay, fine. And so she goes to visit Glammother, who she's like, do you, do you know anything well- about? Oh, go ahead. Well, in that scene, she's like, "This is what I want to do with my
1: life," and James is like, "Hey, how about we like don't do this uh, right now? Maybe you wait a little bit and we work on the ranch." And then, like within that conversation, she starts doubting herself, and James starts going like, "Hey, you're good at this. You can do this," right. and it totally switches around yeah, a good halfway through the conversation.
2: Yeah, well, he he was reverse psychologying her. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, I'm so gonna, weird. I'm gonna make her doubt herself so that I'm supportive. By no, I'm gonna start yeah. by being not supportive until she doubts herself, and then I'm gonna be supportive, and then she'll support herself. And I'm the hero. I'm James. The switcheroo is so quick. Yeah. It's very fun. Earlier in the movie, she uh, Lizzie asked grandmother if she knew anything about horses, and Glammother was like, Ah, a little, not a lot, but a little. So then when she goes to visit grandmother, and her room is full of ribbons and trophies, she's like, Oh. You know about horses. She's like, oh, yeah, I was a championship rider. I was an amazing (laughs) horse rider. I was, like, upper level. People said I was, like, top of my class.
1: Yeah, I could have gone to the Olympics. There's only one person that mentions the Olympics, and that's the uh, B word we meet later. Yeah, that's Big Red, as I have her written down. (laughs) That's a great nickname. (laughs) Because
2: she she does have a trucker build to her. Yeah, she got dumps like a truck. Ooh, wait. Yeah. So, uh, Glammother offers, she gives Lizzie a saddle because Lizzie broke her reins and like her saddle's all crap. And she's like, ah, I need your help actually, grandmother. And Glammother's like, yep, you can have a saddle, you can have these reins, and I'll even train you so that you're a good rider. Because I used to be a championship rider. And Lizzie's like, okay. Well, first of all, Lizzie's like, I can't pay you. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it for free. And she goes, well, that's so nice of you. It's like, well, you told her you couldn't pay her. So you kind of backed her into a corner there. Well, I mean, she
1: meant to give it to her for free from the start. You're right. it is a weird interaction.
2: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, So then Lizzie comes home, and this this was like my favorite shot in the movie. It's shot from the kitchen, looking out into the hall. So she walks into the house, and in the hall is a path of rose petals with candles lined up to it. And that's in the background. So Lizzie's like looking at all this stuff. She starts following the roses. But in the foreground... It, you're in the kitchen at this point. There's just a pile of dirty dishes and like just like half cooked food and stuff like that. So I really thought that James was like, Hey, welcome home, babe. Do the dishes. <laughs> like she just hadn't <laughs> done them. And he was like, This is my way of telling you to do the dishes, babe. <laughs> it looked like somebody
1: just had lunch. Like it it didn't <laughs> yeah. The place was a mess. Like there was and like this is the First time, I figured out that they were a couple.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. Where Because I was like, oh, maybe, yeah. boy, bro. I thought maybe they were boyfriend-girlfriends or something. The way he was like, I'm going to be out here with you all the time. But then, yeah, as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, okay. They're definitely a couple. Unless her brother is like a, brand, a real brand of broken or something like that. I don't know, but... <laughs> Well, I thought he was gonna ask her
1: to, like, go out with him. Like, I thought this was leading to them <laughs> becoming a couple because before this it felt like they were so far apart from each other.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But instead, he proposes to her. He says "Uh, she's like, oh, I feel so underdressed. And he's like, oh, babe, you're always underdressed. And she's like, what? And he goes, will you marry me? And she goes, yeah! <laughs> okay. Oh, babe, you're always a dirty slob. <laughs> you always smell like horse crap it's all over your boots i love it (laughs) i will marry you james i love you and so horse kinks man horse kinks man yeah agreed um so they're engaged they go see their parents and then there's this weird scene that much like earlier where james where they switch you know what's going on the scene starts it's James and Lizzie and both sets of parents in the kitchen and they're talking and the parents are like, we're so happy for you. This is the best thing ever. And then by the end of the scene, both sets of parents are like you're too young. You shouldn't be getting married. We don't support this. <laughs>
1: Being really blatant with both of them about how much they do not uh, approve of this wedding. <laughs>
2: like ru- yet. ruining a happy moment for no reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like just like- be happy. <laughs> Let them stew in the happiness for a little bit. You can
1: bring this up later. They're not going to yeah. get married, like, yeah. tomorrow.
2: Well, we find out that they are getting married very quickly, though. Like, they're getting yeah. married in, like, a, a month or two or, like, a couple of months or something like that. Because you're like, well, maybe you're rushing into it. And I thought it was just because they were young. But, like, they graduated college, so they're probably, like, 24, 25 at this point. That's not that young to get married. And they're Christian as Frick, so they probably would have preferred them to get married at 19 before they went to college. Yeah, like, she should be
1: pushing out kids according to a Christian timeline.
2: Exactly. They should already have two at this point. So, yeah. I just It's just so weird that they're, like... And so they don't support it. And then there's two separate scenes of the kids with their parents like off on their own where the parents are like, we don't support this marriage. (laughs) You're too young to be getting (laughs) married. Why not just today just support it and then bring that up later? You gotta you gotta let them be happy for a
1: little bit. Yeah, but I guess it's just the writing trying to fit a lot into a little
2: the writing in this movie is bad this is a bad a poorly written movie with bad characters i there's some stuff that happens in the middle of this movie that made me so mad where i'm just like i hate you when characters behave like this but we'll get to that stuff uh i feel like it's not the acting though you no, the sometimes acting's decent. it's the acting
1: everything else the cinematography oh beautiful the writing the directing it just stilts everything oh you didn't like the cinematography i thought the cinematography was good some of it, but some of it leaves a little bit uh, left hanging. That's fine. I, I really have to say, though, James' dad is a hunk. Yeah, He's Jam- built like a fridge. Of course he is.
2: And he wears a cow. He wears the heck out of a cowboy hat and bolo tie at that wedding. Spoiler alert, they end up getting married. Not James and, and his dad, but James and Lizzie.
1: Spoiler alert, I did look up the actor and uh, put his name in and then naked afterwards. <laughs> and got some very
2: funny pictures. Did you
0: really? I
2: did. <laughs> uh, I love that James asked for Lizzie's dad's permission. He gave it to him, mm-hmm. and then immediately after was like, "Nah, I wish that I hadn't done that." <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just spit in this young man's face. And then, like, when James is talking to his parents, and they're like, "Don't do it. It's a bad idea." And he goes, "Well, I'm gonna do it anyway." And his dad goes, "I'm proud of you." <laughs> Why? <laughs> Like what, what explain that to me dad? Why would you say that after saying that it's a bad idea I want to get married?
1: A father secretly wants to get pissed on by his son to <laughs> show that he's a true man.
2: Exactly. That's the truth. And I think uh Freud actually coi- like coined that phrase.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think he might have used a couple of different words, but yeah. he definitely said piss.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh like lizzie's parents are not supportive They're like you're too young to handle all this responsibility completely ignoring the fact that lizzie's grandma left the christmas ranch to lizzie it was just like i want you to have the ranch and they went well we don't think that you can handle it well grandma did so but she wasn't (laughs) smart enough to beat cancer so who knows what happens yeah step off parents and i think they just want the money Yeah, for sure they do. Oh yeah, and even Lizzie's dad is like, if you sell the ranch, that's a pretty nice nest egg for you guys. It's like, yeah, but so is owning a ranch. We already own. Like, why would I want to buy a home? I own a ranch. (laughs) My life is perfect now. A a beautiful ranch. Oh, the open
1: space. I think the open space really draws me into these uh, horse movies. Oh
2: yeah, man, it's beautiful. Did you love? Did you love? uh, There's a scene coming up where. They just use a flubbed line in it, like a bad take, because it's a long scene, and Lizzie flubs a line in the middle of it, and they go, just keep, it's fine, just keep going. She says, like, "Um, boy, I'm really going to be busy taking the ranch, uh, taking care of the ranch, (laughs) (laughs) like, cut, do it again, do it better. No, you gotta, you gotta move through that,
1: The, the sunlight's fading, you gotta get it in. (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you don't have time to do this 30 second scene again. They nailed the rest no. of the lines. There's a few <laughs> exactly. times like that. There's a few times where the, it's clearly a a bad take but they go, "Nah, leave it in. We're running out of film. We can't we, it's all filmed on film in 2021. They'll get it in post," which they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> uh so it's the day of the first competition. Grandmother really? arrives. So the competition is broken up into three parts: dressage, uh, long cross-country and horse jumping. They're all done on different days. And, like, like weeks apart from the looks of it. Like, it's yeah, like a wildly
1: warm... different days.
2: <laughs> yeah. Can somebody email us and tell us if this is how horse competitions work? Because I feel <laughs> like it isn't at all. I agree with you. I, it's, it seems like, why would you stretch it out like that? It's not... <laughs> Although, nobody's
1: showing up, and it seems like uh, some of these competitions are just from the side of the road, so... <laughs> I, I don't really know, maybe it does just happen weeks apart because nobody
2: really cares. yeah <laughs> so it's the first competition which is dressage. We find out that um, Lizzie has never done dressage before <laughs> didn't prepare <laughs> for it. she had she had time to prepare and just went, now eh, I'll just I'll make it up. It's fine. I can handle it. Turns out yeah. she can't. I've been with this horse for like a week and a half. I can do this right. And it's here that we meet Big Red, the the <laughs> the spoiled rotten bit of this movie, because uh, oh my god, she walks up to Lizzie and is like, "Hey, you're new here, right? If you don't mind me saying, your horse looks a little out of shape."
0: <laughs> it's
2: like, yeah. wow, she's like, "Your horse is so fat." It is an ugly disgusting horse You shouldn't even be here She literally says I don't think you should be here It's like well <laughs> yeah. Okay like who are you You're the only other person competing From
1: the looks of it Are you just looking out for new girls In this competition and then crapping on them Like right. the whole time yeah. <laughs>
2: So we see Big Red go first in the competition, and she's just riding the horse, just very supreme on it. And the judges are just like, oh, oh, like they're just like they're just gush for push about this girl walking in a circle on a horse. And I'm like, I yeah, this one of- horse culture is dumb. <laughs> Y'all are dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb,
1: but it's so enjoyable to watch. Oh yeah, like the one of the judges like looks to the other one and mouths, wow. <laughs> I, yeah. I got so giddy. It was so stupid. Just walking in a circle. Wow. wow. Her posture so... is amazing. Her Are you seeing so this? <laughs> Look at that. This horse. is like LeBron James winning game seven. That
2: horse is walking so close to the wall.
1: Wow. <laughs>
2: like it's... I think the proximity to the wall is the thing. I agree. That seems to be it. They keep showing it, so I go, okay. So you, you must have to hug the the rim of the barn and walk yeah. in a circle. <laughs> like <laughs> Horse culture, you're so dumb. <laughs> I love you though. You're living the dream.
1: You're in wide open spaces, uh, putting your uh, animals between your legs.
2: <laughs> but other than that, it's so crazy. Hey, I said it in every other episode. Like Pitbull would say, "You get on that horse, you better ride." And uh, dressage is the way to do it. So now it's Lizzie's turn. Lizzie and Legacy are up there riding. Which, like, she talks about how she wants to ride Hope, but then she just rides Legacy for the whole movie. Like, I don't understand. And there's some weird (laughs) stuff with Legacy coming up that we'll get to. So... Like Lizzie and Legacy are doing their laps, and Liz- Lizzie's like, oh, like, just not, like, oh, I'm stumbling. Even though the horse is just walking and drooling like crazy. Legacy is just frothing at the mouth. It's like, give that horse some water. She's not used to it. She's not in
1: shape. Maybe no. that's alluding to her being a fat B-word. <laughs> the horse, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, of course,
2: of course. That horse is... Those horses are muscular as hell. Though I was like, Those, these are some uh, buff horses. Look at how veiny they are. I love them. Pure muscle. Ugh. I want a horse. I want to hug one. Pure grit. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so the competition ends. She doesn't like. She doesn't do well in dressage, obviously, because she's literally never done it before, and she's rattled about that. She's like, I think I should just quit the competition. And grandmother's like. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. If that's how you feel, like yeah, quit it then. He didn't quit it. My mother
1: really lays it out to plays it out with her. She doesn't mince words uh, too often.
2: No, is that a different pink cowboy hat that you have? No, this is. Oh, it just it, it just looks different. It just looks like just ba- on your lighting. It doesn't look all like straw like mine is. It looks like it's made out of cloth. I was very impressed with your nice fancy uh, cowboy hat, but
1: yeah, it looks like a purple pimp cab it does yeah
2: well you are drinking out of a pimp chalice Well, now it looks like a bobby's hat that's only part of pimp culture I like is exactly. the chalices uh, so uh, you know grandmother is like nah you should just keep doing the competitions like just keep going don't quit because you did bad in the thing you didn't practice and knew nothing about it's like what kind of bad attitude is that you're really good at cross country and you're really good at horse jumping so maybe focus on the ones you're good at like you'll be fine (laughs) yeah just do the dupe keep going
1: with it you you didn't practice for it no you sucked at it move on yeah
2: (laughs) and then do better the next time so they're uh you know lizzie's walking around she runs into her hot hunky boyfriend or fiance james who's looking great in a black polo shirt like wearing the hell out of that black polo did you clock that or is it just me I didn't clock that. Uh, James isn't my bag. I-, I guess I'm an older man <laughs> type situation. That's fair. Yeah, you got a real thing for his dad. You know, yeah, I get I got it. a dad thing. He's a dilf. I get it. It's like I understand. He's a dilf who wears a yeah. cowboy hat and a bolo tie. He's a hot dude. I get it. Like I I
1: understand aesthetically that James is a good looking male. Yeah. But I don't want to frick him like I do his dad.
2: Oh, that's fair. Okay, I get that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I'd take them both. Yeah. They could have me anytime. So, like, I get it. But, uh, so they're walking around, and they run into Big Red. Big Red approaches them and is like, uh, oh, hey, hey, James, what's up? And he's like, oh, <gasps> hey, Big Red. <laughs> he's all, like, <laughs> flustered about it. And, like, Big Red is, like, a six at best. Like, come on, bro. What are you doing? But, yeah. But she
1: has a lot of confidence and a lot of sway. She's got that B word energy
2: to her. Don't, and that's what Big Red has. She, she's and wearing she She's wearing a shirt that says Don't trust the B in apartment twenty three or whatever that show is called. <laughs> <laughs> Which is on Disney Plus for some reason. But uh, she he, he tells her that he's engaged to Lizzie and she goes, Oh, I could never do something like that. I always have I'm just too busy training and doing competitions. I have one eye on the Olympic team. Like, well, you're not going to make the Olympic team. I'll tell you that much, lady. You got a bad attitude. Yeah,
1: she's immediately just crapping all over James for getting married. Doesn't see that for him. Couldn't do that herself. She's being a real b-word right in front of James, and James is just like,
2: "Oh, you, you crazy." Yeah, like James is like flirting with her, and I'm like, "Bro, yeah. why? Like, why would you go buy milk when you ho- you got the cow at home? What are you doing? Like, you've already got." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like James isn't
1: trying... He's just clueless. He's just he being is. up in the clouds. He's a dumb idiot, man.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: But, so, like, sleep with Big Red.
2: Yeah, of course. Ruin your whole life. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I
1: want out of one of these movies, is for the stepmom to sleep with the ranch
0: owner. Oh. I want the
1: uh, fiancé to sleep with the ex. I want... I want some
2: crazy you. drama yeah you want to sleep with james's dad i get it, it all it all well, comes together either way i just want to be held by him he's got big strong arms he's, you know i get oh. it so um we find out that like james and big red went to high school together they have like a past together that he's being very coy about and this is where my frustrations where this movie start because this movie is Filled with situations where if people would just be honest with each other and just talk to the other person, there's no conflict. But instead they go like, don't worry about it. Don't even worry about it. And it's like, well, that doesn't help me not worry about it. Tell me why I shouldn't worry about it. No, just talk to each other. Yeah. Talk to your f- wife. Like she's your wife, man. Talk to her. Yeah no nope. once you decide to make her your wife she's your wife All and be he had, your husband all he had to do was be like yeah Big Red and I went to high school together we were close we were friends from the sounds of it and like she has a crush on me but I don't have anything for her so don't worry about. like there's then say don't worry about it because you've explained why she shouldn't Don't just, yeah, just idiots. There were several times in this movie where I was like, maybe the parents are right. Maybe they are too young to get married. Like, they seem dumb. Maybe they're just too dumb to get married at this point.
1: Well, they're right that there's, like, a lot of growing up to do in your 20s once you're done college. But exactly. that's the way society is, man. Some people want to get their kids out, and they turn out to be terrible because they're only in their 20s and don't know how to raise anybody. Yep. But that's the way
2: society is, baby. That's the way society is, baby. So, there's this... This movie is very confusing about hope and legacy, the horses, because... Like Lizzie keeps saying, she wants to ride Hope in the competitions, but she just rides Legacy every competition, and Hope is like ignored as a horse. I don't understand what the Hope and like why is Hope there? Yeah, i I thought at one
1: point like Hope does uh, like cross country, and then Legacy would do jumping or something, and like both horses would be used. But like I think
2: Hope's just at the barn chilling. Maybe Hope is who she does dressage with.
0: Maybe. And then she
2: does everything else with Legacy, I think? Maybe. Either way. Roots to know? Yeah. Either way, they keep referring to both horses as girls. They keep going, look at this beautiful girl, this pretty girl. Oh, Legacy's so beautiful. She's such a good girl. And then they go to the barn to brush Legacy. And <laughs> as they approach, there's this moment where Legacy steps out from behind the door of the barn and she's got the biggest damn donger I've ever seen in my life hanging off a horse. Just a hammer hanging between her legs. And Glammother goes, oh, why don't we just back you up? And just pushes her back behind the door <laughs> so you can't see her huge hog. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> it's so this, we were texting during this movie. <laughs> yeah. And I was calling Legacy a girl, and you were talking about her big hog. Yeah. And... So much so, this stuck in my brain so much that during the last uh scenes, the last competition, I was mainly just looking at horse crotches.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I just sent you a <laughs> screenshot of hopes of Legacy's dong. I, I went back and got a screen grab of it, which I'll post on our Twitter as well, so you can see that I'm not joking. Like, it's not the best shot because it's not a huge like the donger is bigger in in other in like in other parts of that scene but it's enough that you can see it in this shot and I went damn damn legacy (laughs) that is Hope's legacy right there
1: it's such a small photo the dogger looks small but I bet you on my TV it looked
2: "Ooh, ooh well and like and like you can tell that, like, the little girl is like, oh, that's a huge horse. <laughs> like, she just, like, she, she like, looks at Glammother, and you can see in her eyes that she's like, uh, uh do we keep going? <laughs> like, this horse is, like, fully torqued right now. And they go, yeah, yeah, just push her back. Just move her behind the door. And then Glammother keeps referring to Legacy as a male throughout the entire scene. So she gets all rattled about it, and it's just like, oh, he's a good boy. <laughs> it's like, uh... Hey, check your notes. She's a girl in this movie.
1: Glammother. Glammother's going to get torqued in her own way when she sees a horse uh, penis like that. So, (laughs) so uh, masculine.
2: Man, it's a beast. I thought I was watching Freddy Got Fingered for a minute there, seeing that huge horse tonger. All I kept thinking was, look at me, Daddy, I'm a farmer. And it just, oh. (laughs) Fun scene,
1: fun scene. should have put
2: that scene in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lizzie grabs it and is like,
0: "Look at me, Daddy! I'm a
2: farmer!" And the farmer's like, "Get out of here!" God, that would be so funny.
1: <laughs> God, I love Freddy like, just Gunfinger. this weird, out of place <laughs> comedy bit within this like very serious wedding yeah. cowgirl movie.
2: Look at me, grandmother! I'm a farmer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh-uh. Uh-uh. Get
2: away from the horses. Cut. <laughs> Keep it rolling. We got this is good B-roll. We'll put this in the credits. This is good. It it's a pretty good um uh bleeper. Yeah. <laughs> like again, couldn't do another take where the horse's giant dong isn't shown. <laughs> couldn't have done another take. Just had to go Keep the donger in there. Don't even blur it or anything. Just let it hang. Like CGI it. Spend yeah. the two hundo.
1: CGI it bigger. <laughs> they probably did.
2: That's exactly what we saw. That's a good point. Uh, if you're looking for the donger, it's at like the 42-minute mark in this movie. So,
1: <laughs> Yes, we we really have told you not to watch any of these movies. But please uh, sign up for the free trial of Pure Flakes yeah. and go to forty two twenty.
2: Yes, forty two something. It just if you're, if you like, yeah. As soon as you get to the barn, you'll see that big old hammer hanging there, and uh, <laughs> and you'll get. I'm gonna look up horse
1: hammer now and see what I get. No, don't,
2: don't, because you're gonna get a lot of horse. I used to play this prank on people where I would like, I we'd be talking about something like, hey, check this out, and I just turn my phone around, and it would just be a big picture of a horse. Ding. <laughs> just be like, hey, check this out. <laughs> Guess what? It's not horse dinks. Hey. There's specific uh horse hammers.
1: Probably so for putting on
2: probably putting on horseshoes I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we need to move we need to keep moving. We can't just stay on this horse dink for the rest of the episode. Although I wish I could. Disagree. It's it's huge. I'll post it on I'll put it on our Twitter. <laughs> Head over to head over to at Pure Boys Podcast on Twitter. We're back. We got a new Twitter. Old Twitter is dead. At Pure Boys Pod gone. We're now at Pure Boys Podcast on Twitter, and you can see a big old horse hammer if you go there. I love how
1: you're trying to distance yourself from it, but the thought of it, you have to say that it's huge.
2: I can't not say it. I can't not bring that. This guys, this horse dink is a monster. It's not going to look like that in the photo because it's not the best screen grab. But trust me when I say you'll notice it if you go to the forty-two minute mark. We need to move on. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, James's dad is just like they, uh, James's parents pop by unannounced and are like, you know what? We support you. Whatever we can do to help, let us know. And then James's dad is basically like, also, I'm going to be your best man. And James is like, oh, okay, I guess. Like, his parents All literally right. go, you can't let Big Red be your best man, so let me be your best man. And Lizzie's like, what the frick? <laughs> like, What are you talking about? You know Big Red? Yeah,
1: it, it seems like the writers tried to imply that the dad wanted
2: Big Red to be the wife or something. Yeah, something like, like that. They really seem to like her. But they do like it her. so poorly. Yeah. And also so rudely in front of their daughter-in-law <laughs> to be like, we wish you would have <laughs> married someone else. But, you know, and also I'm your best man. You don't get a choice in the matter. I already have the cowboy hat and the bolo tie. I'm your best man, buddy. Yee-haw! Yahweh! And so... <laughs>
1: uh... <laughs> So I just wanted to wake up all those uh, listeners that might have fell asleep during the horse uh, penis talk.
2: Nobody fell asleep during that; they were at attention, they were fully torqued themselves, riveted. Oh yeah. So it's the it's today the, the next race or it's today the, the next competition, mm-hmm. cross country racing, and Lizzie is just flapped about Big Red, and Grandmother rightly is like get your head in the race and like quit worrying about all this garbage talk to your husband get like stop being freaked out about it and just focus on the race and lizzie's like sure i can do that well big surprise she can't do that because she's doing great in the race and then she sees big red and is like whoa and just fumbles it (laughs) like get it together well doesn't uh, grandmother, tell
1: her to get her head in the game and then she walks over to Big Red right. and <laughs> lets
2: Big Red just crap all over her right before the race. Yeah, like Lizzie's an idiot. Stand up to you. Just tell your bully to shut Like, just tell him to shut up. Like, when they're like, oh... Blah, blah, like, Lizzie... Big Red says to her, I don't know you, but I do know James, and your marriage won't work, and you have no chance of beating me. That is a direct <laughs> quote from Big Red. And Lizzie doesn't just go... <laughs> Okay, like so? No. Like shut up. Like who, who are, you? are you? Yeah. You're nobody. Like don't don't even talk to me like that. You're a rotten person. Like get a life lady. Instead she goes, Oh, I'm totally rattled. <laughs> like get it <a>, get a, <laughs> get a, get, a, get it together, Lizzie.
1: Yeah, Although, Big Red doesn't have many weapons, but what she has
2: apparently works. Oh my god. She's Lizzie's a vampire and all and all uh, Big Red's got is a stake. And that's that's all she needs. Just one stake and she could just handle her. It's like, You're a friggin' vampire, Lizzie. Turn into a bat, fly away, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Get on your horse and ride. Exactly. But even Big Red blows it in the race because Lizzie does get in one jab at the end. She just goes, You're just jealous. And Big Red goes, ah, 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 and then walks away. <laughs> so I guess Lizzie wins that like tete-a-tete or whatever. So then during yeah. during the cross-country race, Big Red, like, fumbles on something. Like, she's supposed to jump her horse over this thing, and her horse is like, nay! And she goes, well, <laughs> I guess we'll go around it then. And, uh, but yeah, she, I guess that rattles her. And so uh, Lizzie has a Time chance. penalty. Exactly. Lizzie has a chance now to beat her, but instead, she just lets Big Red rattle her again by looking at her and then she fumbles that competition as well. So... But she does beat Big Red. She just doesn't yeah. win the competition. So, like, Big Red got third. Lizzie must have got second. And then some mystery person got first. Mystery from the, you know, the uh, pickup artist. Mystery Alaska. Yeah. I love that one of the obstacles in the cross-country race is just, like, wat- like, just some a puddle that they have to walk their horse through. <laughs> like, oh, look out for that little bit of water on the on the course. Well,
1: that's how they knew uh, to put the race down there. Is there was a puddle of water, and then he built from that.
2: Exactly. Great point. Yeah, they 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 worked with what they had. So she she Great. beats Big Red, but she doesn't win the competition. And grandmother's like, I think I'm just gonna quit being your coach. <laughs> Lizzie's like, <laughs> Ah!
1: Go, grandmother. Tell her where she's at. She's
2: got her head in the clouds, and she's listening to Big Red way too much. And Gladmother is right. She just goes, Big Red is jealous, and you need to rise above that jealousy. And I go, that's good advice. That is the correct advice. <laughs> but Big Red has, uh, you know, an ace up her sleeve, mm-hmm. a note. That's right. She gives James a little a pink Little envelope with hearts on it, and it's like James, read this, and he's like, I don't, nah, I don't really want to. I'm engaged. I don't really care what this note has to say. And she goes, read it, and he goes, nah, like I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> and also, L- she tells Lizzie, she's like, grandmother isn't who you think she is. Maybe you should do some research on Glammother before you come clapping at me about things. All okay, right. fine, whatever. Yeah, no. Again, <laughs> like James acts. X-
1: Appropriate throughout this whole thing. Like he's just like turning down Big
2: Red. Oh, 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 you're falling apart. There you are. You're back. He turns down Big Red, but he does flirt with her. Every time he talks to her, he's like flirting with her. It's like, bro, walk away. You don't have to interact with people. You can just say no to conversations. You don't, just because someone says hi doesn't mean you have to interact with them. (laughs) <laughs> he should have taken his big cigar and lit that uh, letter on fire. Agreed. But instead, we get some real, like, soap opera level BS coming up here that I just hated. So, Lizzie is super jealous of James and uh, and Big Red's, like, connection. She She doesn't know what it is because James refuses to tell her what it is. Again, just talk to your wife. Your wife is the most important person in your life. Explain to her why you have this connection to Big Red. And then she won't be jealous anymore. Because it's nothing. She literally has no reason to be concerned. But you not telling her is making her more concerned, bro.
1: I agree with everything you said. Other than your wife being the most important person in your life. Who is It's podcast partner. Oh.
2: Then wife. No, it's Jesus, our Lord and Savior. (laughs) Podcast partner. Wife. So, technically, your wife is the third most important person in your life. Unless you don't have a podcast, then it's Jesus and then wife, so... And get yourself a podcast. All you have to do is set up a couple of AirPods, and you're done. All you have to do is do it, and it's done. (laughs) It's the easiest thing in the world, dummies. Don't start a podcast. Idiots. (laughs) Idiots. (laughs) Idiots. I have... How many times do I have idiots written in my notes here? Let's see. Control F. <laughs> like, it's a well, lot. Well, you probably have it a lot because this is some dumb drama bullcrap. Let's see. I have idiots written f- oh, only four times. Oh, well, hang on. Idiots. How many times do I have idiot? Seven times I've written idiot. So <laughs> 11 times calling someone or other people idiots. <laughs> they are just talk. Communication yeah. is key in a successful relationship. Idiots. Because you know
1: your wife is going to find this letter. Yeah, in a trash bin.
2: So, Lizzie's mom shows up and is like, "Hey, Lizzie, I have this giant box." And Lizzie's like, "What could be in this box? I don't know what it is. What's well, a Flowers. wedding? It's a wedding dress. You dummy! Like, what else could be in the giant box? Like." So her mom's like, you're either going to hate it or you're going to love it. And I hope you love it. Well, that's putting a lot of pressure on your daughter before you give her this thing. But fine. <laughs> she opens it. It's her mom's old wedding dress. So Lizzie puts it on. And honestly, it's a pretty nice wedding dress. It's I thought Lizzie looked really good in that wedding dress. It fit her well. It was a very, like, it was a nice wedding dress. Especially with, like, the little, like, um, uh, what, like, not mesh, but what lace? is it? Lace, yeah, the lace, like, uh, jacket that she wears. It was a really nice dress I need more cleavage Uh, Once she took that lace off There was plenty of cleavage to go around pal Yeah I need more <laughs> Fair enough Yeah. <laughs> like put some silly putty Under your boobs or something mm. I mean to be fair your wife's <laughs> dress at the wedding Was basically <laughs> that green J-Lo dress That was like slit down the middle all the way to the belly button So
1: How dare you talk about my wife's wedding dress On this <laughs> podcast
2: <laughs> We can cut that out that's fine <laughs> No, we could leave it in. I was just joking. I know you were, yeah. Because your wife didn't wear a dress like that. Your wife looked very nice on no, the wedding day. No, she didn't wear anything. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. She looked very nice on the wedding day. Nude wedding. Hey, that's something new. Um, <laughs> that, so, that's some nude. Yeah. So, her, she's wearing the wedding <laughs> dress. Her mom's like don't let James see when that wedding dress while you go get your sewing kit. And she goes, okay. So she goes into the other room to get the sewing kit. From another part of the house, James is like, Lizzie, where are you? And instead of just going back to the bedroom, she hides behind the door.
1: But like, Or saying, hey, I'm here, but I have a wedding dress on. Don't come in. Yeah,
2: hey, I'm here and I'm queer. Don't come in. And so <laughs> instead of doing any of that, she hides behind the door and... James opens the door, looks into the room, doesn't go in, looks into the room, and then looks between the, like, as he's walking out, casually looks between the crack of the door and the wall. Like, it's not, he's not supposed to. It's it's not like he's, that's not a part of the script. He just does that as a human being and, like, sees, like, clearly would see her hiding back there. But instead he goes, oh, good, she's not here. He takes the letter out and throws it in the garbage why were you looking for her? <laughs> and is that's the best garbage that you have? Just the open can sitting out in the middle of the room? You, bury it in the woods or something. She's going to she's going to <laughs> see a pink envelope sitting in a trash can on top of the trash. Throw it out your truck yeah. window. Like, just get rid of it. It's the only
1: thing in this mesh like office uh basket and it's near <laughs> her bed. Your bedroom, yeah. So she's gonna see it, like definitely bury this in the woods and yeah. see if you can get a vine from it.
2: And she just like <laughs> get to see what kind of fruit grows from it. Yeah. But it's like she's going to find it. You didn't throwing it out doesn't mean it just disappears. Someone's gonna have to take that garbage out at some point. <laughs> like it's just <sighs> dumb. You're an idiot, James. You're a hot dummy. So he leaves. He did crumple it yeah he was totally crumpled that's true he leaves Lizzie immediately goes to the garbage and fishes this thing out and then opens it it's not even open yet like he didn't he didn't read it she opens it and just starts crying and like her mom is like oh my god are you okay and she's like I don't want to talk about it and she's like well what's wrong like I can't help you if I don't know what's wrong you wouldn't understand she's like well I would if you just tell me (laughs) Like just talk to me She
1: is in grief She just wants to be alone She doesn't want to talk to anybody She thinks her marriage and her life Is crumbling in this moment Yeah, And her mom
2: is pestering her Like she's wearing a wedding dress Crying and her mom's like Oh my god what's wrong and she goes we need to call off the wedding And she goes why and she goes You wouldn't understand You can't just say Two seconds ago you were so excited about the wedding And now you're crying Going we need to call it off but you won't tell me why Idiots! You're too young and immature to get married, Lizzie. I'm sorry. You just are. You can't handle adult life at this point. And that's fine. You're like 24. You shouldn't be able to handle it at this point. But, you know, everyone was right, it turns out. Yeah. Like, I, I was on their side up until
1: it all crumbles at this moment because she's acting way too immature uh,
2: if she wants to get married. Yeah. So then her she kicks her mom out. And instead of going to talk to James, she goes to talk to Glammother and is like, Glammother, come with me to the house. And so she sits down, Googles Glammother's name, and it turns out Glammother has been banned from competitions for giving her horses drugs. Because drugs were found in her horse's system. They tested positive for steroids or something. And Lizzie's like, is this you? Were you giving your horse drugs? And yeah, she like, was partying with her horses too much. Yeah, they were doing b- bumps
1: of coke off of that huge horse donger, ecstasy, whatever they could get their greedy little paws on,
2: <laughs> their hooves, hooves. So Lizzie's like, "Is this you?" And grandmother's like, "Yes, that is me. That's that's. I'm telling you the truth. That is me. That did happen to me." Instead of asking for more information, Lizzie runs to the barn and immediately starts checking Legacy for like needle marks. It's like, (laughs) all right, like, calm down. You're an idiot, Lizzie. You're a dumb idiot person. She's spinning. She's
1: spinning uh, them wheels, and she's going crazy and crazier as they go on. And she did uh, jack up Legacy, though. She does find needle marks. No, she doesn't.
2: Don't lie. Don't lie. She doesn't find <laughs> needle marks. Also, glammother wasn't injecting her horses with drugs. Her trainer was secretly doing it, but nobody would believe Glammother that she wasn't involved. So her h- trainer and her got banned from all competitions, and then she left the country. <laughs> doesn't say where she went, just I left the country. <laughs> wow. That's insane. Uh- Blames the trainer. Typical grandmother activity. <laughs> uh, again, they keep referring to legacy as a girl in this scene, and I went, "No, I beg to differ. I've got, <laughs> I've got twenty-four inches that beg to differ." All right. Yeah, I beg to dong her. Oh, nice.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so then, she's sitting on the couch afterwards, and James comes in and is like, "Is everything okay? Like, you sent me all these crazy texts, and now you're like." You're t- I, th- I walk in the room. The first thing you do is take your engagement ring off. Like, is everything okay? And she's like, No, everything's not okay. We need to call off the wedding. And he's like, Why? <laughs> like, tell me. She A goes. What? She goes. You, you. I just. I'm so mad. And he's like, Tell me what's going on. You're losing your mind. And she slaps the letter down on his lap and is like, This is what's wrong. And he goes okay, and she goes, I've been reading it over and over and over and crying about it, and he goes, well, I didn't even open it or read it, so I don't even know what this letter says. <laughs> like, I don't know what this letter is.
1: Yeah. You're going crazy for no reason. I have no idea what this is. I probably should have got rid of it right away, but I just, like... It was
2: there. I didn't even read it. Yeah, I L- didn't... Let's move on. It's sealed. I clearly didn't read this letter. I didn't ask... To, to get this letter <laughs> like you're driving yourself crazy reading it over and over and over again when I don't even know what's in it and he rightfully says yeah. you should have left it in the trash
1: and he could have opened it I mean that's like perfect J-Off material
2: oh yeah for sure oh <laughs> big red oh my god <laughs> So, Lizzie's now convinced that something is going on between James and Big Red, and instead of giving him a chance to, like, explain what's going on, she just goes, we're canceling the wedding, and just storms out of the house and drives to her parents' house. It's like, you're not ready. You should cancel the wedding, actually. You definitely should.
1: Every wedding goes through trials and tribulations, but this is too dumb to function.
2: Ugh. Ugh. It's it's Hollywood garbage. It's 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 just oh, there wouldn't be any conflict if people didn't act like dummies in this movie. Well, then write it better so then the conflict is different. (laughs) It's these aren't there's no. I mean, this is how human beings like behave for sure. There's definitely people that would act like this, but God, do we have to make a movie about them? They're already annoying enough (laughs) in real life. As a society, we should
1: be moving on from these dumb mistakes. But Mm -hmm. also, these uh, movies are for little girls.
2: That's true. Teaching them how to be idiots. (laughs) Like, teaching them bad lessons. Very true.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, even more reason to just, like, do away with them.
2: Well, especially because, like, they feel like they got their cake and eat it too with this movie because Lizzie's mom is like, be open and honest with each other. This is just a misunderstanding. He thought that, like, he was doing the right thing by hiding this from you. He just wanted to spare your feelings, which is all correct. Everything she says is right. But that's not the lesson people are going to take from this movie. They're going to take, be dramatic and don't talk to your partner and blow your gasket about things. Like, that's what people are (laughs) learning from actions, not from the words that are said. The words mean nothing.
1: Yeah, they're going to come away with this being like, oh, man, it's so fun to have drama in your life.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure it is. So James goes to Big Red's house and is like, I don't like you. Like, I don't have feelings for you. I'm I'm in love with Lizzie. I'm engaged to her. Here's the stupid letter that you gave me. And she goes, no, I gave it to you. And he goes, okay, fine. He just rips it up in front of her and drops it on the ground. and goes, I don't want this. And she's like, oh, <laughs> oh my f- all right, Big Red, calm down.
1: This is the first time I thought James might have been flirting, though, because his
2: chest is open. Oh, yeah, he's got that denim shirt. Oof. Yeah. Ooh, like yeehaw. three
1: buttons undone at the top. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, His sunglasses in his hand, that's a hot move. His chest is completely hairless. That's a hot move.
2: <laughs> You're right. He can surf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... Then there's a moment between Lizzie and her dad when she's like, oh, hey, dad, you know what? I'm sorry I never asked you how you're doing in regards to your mom being dead. And he's like, oh, yeah, my mom is dead. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. It only happened oh, a yeah, month ago. Oh, yeah, that happened like two months ago. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it's almost as if they forgot, like the writers forgot. And we're like, oh, crap, we got to put, put something in here about his mom being dead. Legacy. You know, the main character of Christmas Ranch. She's gone now. <laughs> the legacy is dead truly so then James breaks into Lizzie's parents house which is insane like he's just knocking on the door no one's answering so he's like I guess I'll just let myself in that's not how that works don't do that that's that's wrong yeah he's
1: lightly knocking on a side door that is like (laughs) entrance to their laundry room like you know nobody's gonna answer that door with that uh, weak ass knock of yours
0: yeah
2: but he goes in and is like he, I don't know. He like he basically talks to his wife and is like, Look, but he doesn't really say anything that he should have said. Like he just kind of like, no. "There's nothing going on between us." I ripped up the letter. Will you marry me again? And Lizzie goes, "Okay." It's like, well, that's
0: <laughs> you don't.
2: That's not really what you should have said. You should have explained exactly what was going on and been honest with your wife. You're still being a coy boy, so you haven't learned any lessons. But fine, get married in a week. On Palm Sunday. This is why divorce rates are 50%.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah. I hate to say it, but Big Red is right. Their marriage will not last. <laughs> and uh, Big Red's going to have kids with James. Well, Big Red's going to have five kids with five different men, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's going to be a trucker in, like, two years when the money runs out from the horse jumping. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Of course. She's not going to make the Olympic team, clearly. <laughs> No. So. The that, w- Go ahead. Sorry.
1: Well, that's just going to spiral her into like debt and yeah. despair. And I'm going to have to
2: become a trucker. I'm going to trucking become, I'm gonna and have to become a lot wrestling. lizard. Yeah. She's she's going to become a lot lizard and star in the sequel to Over the Top. <laughs> I mean, Big, the lizard quill. Here's a, Exactly. Big Red is a great trucker name. Like, it's a perfect. Oh, tr- yeah. She's already got half the trucker legacy built into her. So. It's such
1: a perfect name. I wish I had that in my head while I was watching this
2: movie. (laughs) You can go back and watch it again and call her Big Red the whole time. That's good, too. Maybe for Christmas Ranch. Oh, she's not in there. Nah, nah. Um, So the wedding's back on. It's a week away. They're getting married on Palm Sunday, which is, like, weird. (laughs) Why would you do that? Why would you take (laughs) over the church like that? It's Palm Sunday. That's, like, a big thing, isn't it? I think, right? I don't know. Is it? It's like the Sunday before Easter, isn't it? I'm pretty sure that's what Palm Sunday is. It's connected to Easter in some way. It's been a while. I don't know. Whatever. So, doesn't matter. Lizzie brings grandmother back onto the team, and now we're at competition three: show jumping.
1: Ooh, the big one
2: This is uh, for all
1: the marbles Yahweh
2: For all the Yahweh (laughs) So Big Red, of course, approaches Lizzie before the competition And is like, look, just forfeit, quit, let me win And you'll never hear from me again And Lizzie's like, no And she goes, let me win or you'll regret it And Lizzie goes, yeah, no (laughs) Like, nah, I'm good I don't... You don't have any power here. She literally says that to her. Like, she's a friggin' Jedi. You don't have any power here. <laughs> it's okay.
1: You don't think that Big Red could get any more, like, stupid and one-dimensional, but then she asks this person to just, like, not do the competition
2: well. <laughs> could you not? Could you just not do it? Nah, I want to. I want this more. I, <laughs> clearly you don't. Because Big Red goes out, does the competition... Then her horse hits one of the poles and knocks it off the rail. And McGregor goes, no! <laughs> but dead. that means Lizzie, yeah, glue for sure, immediately, as soon as they leave, straight to the glue factory with this horse.
1: You think there's people at those competitions with, like, signs <laughs> that just say glue when, like, a horse makes a mistake? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you just hear a trailer backing up with the glue factory on the side. And they're just like, <laughs> load it straight into here, buddy. that's good fodder for the announcers oh yeah oh well uh elmer's glue is here big big sponsor for the competition they've got the elmer's glue truck it's full lots of stalls in there if your horse blows it in the competition chuck her in the glue vat dead and glued here comes the glue <laughs> <laughs> uh so now lizzie's got a chance big red screwed up she got a penalty And now she's got a chance to win. And, of course, she does. Of course she does. Yeah, she does. Yeah. The doy. Of course she's going to. There's great sounds when the horses jump over the, the, like, the poles where it's like, whoosh, whoosh. It's like like superhero jump sound effects when (laughs) these horses are jumping. Like, all right, calm down. Well, they got to add something. Yep. So, she won. And, uh nothing ever becomes of Big Red's threat of like you'll regret it nothing ever happens with that I thought for sure Big Red was either going to show up and shoot up the competition afterwards or shoot up Lizzie's wedding I thought Big Red was going to return and do something to back up her statement of you'll regret it instead it's just hollow nothing words yeah like take a shovel to a horse or something (laughs) that's Hope's legacy
1: yeah, you're all talk and no walk, Big Red.
2: Yeah, you're all hat no cattle. That's what they say in Texas. Yeah, haw Yahweh. So, uh, so they're at the thing. They're they're at the award ceremony, and Lizzie gets the like the, the silver platter or whatever you get for horse competitions, and she goes, "This belongs to grandmother as much as me. Some of you may think you know her past, but you don't." And everyone there is like. Who the hell is grandmother? That happened like forty years ago. Like, we don't know. <laughs> she was your. She was like twenty five when it happened, and she's like seventy five now. Like we don't know this woman. Yeah, the ten people that are in attendance are just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's time for the wedding, and what a wedding it is! Not at the church, even though they said over and over and over again it was going to be at the church. The priest bails on Palm Sunday to go marry these two dweebuses. The ju- yeah. like the judges from the horse competition are there. <laughs> it's like, why are they here? You can't pay for more extras. That's why. And this, uh, <laughs> that's true. This priest is real cool. He's chill AF. He's got bracelets. He fist bumps James at one point earlier in the movie, not during yeah. the wedding. Yeah, James doesn't shave. He's got, he's got, like, two days' worth of growth on his face. It's like, bro, it's your wedding day. Clean it up. <laughs> what are you doing? Maybe he was filming something else, like Twilight or something. He looks like he could have been. He's a hunk, yeah. He's got those piercing blue eyes. And then
1: they go into this, like, wedding montage where they should start the credits, but they don't.
2: <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I think that's a real wedding that they're at. It looks like yeah. a real wedding. And they make... Very clear to show the trucks for the catering company, 11 courses, and uh, the, like, cupcake people that made the cake for their wedding, which is called Cupcakes, but it's spelt K-U-P-K-A-K-E-S. And all the K's uh. are capitalized, and none of the other letters are capitalized. I thought that was really weird, a really weird choice. Could you spell that again for me? K U P it's all one word k u p k a k e s and only the k's are capitalized in it i like it and the k's are bigger they're capitalized and bigger than the other letters well that's gross that's cupcakes <laughs> yeah it spells cupcakes and there's like but 11 courses like the, the 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 caterer and the wedding planner i think are real people i think those are the real owners of of those companies because like they don't. They don't seem like actors, and they make very clear to show their trucks with real websites on them and everything. It, it's got to be an advertisement for these people at the end. I bet they sponsored the movie, and we like, "We'll, we'll, we'll sponsor this movie as long as you let us throw a wedding in the middle of it and show off what we can do."
1: Yeah, I wonder if they did like the catering for the cast on like a discount so they could show their company at the end. Yeah, maybe. But This is Hollywood, baby. Deals like this happen all the flipping time. Oh, yeah.
2: But it's like the wedding, the ceremony is very small and intimate, but the reception is takes place in a huge tent with lights and catering and all kinds of stuff, which makes me think that's a real wedding. Like, that's someone's real wedding they filmed at.
1: Yeah, that tent is way too big just to put it up for a movie.
2: And it would have cost a lot of money, too. It's huge thousands oh easily tens of thousands for a tent like that hundreds of thousands millions (laughs) billions billions for sure billions yeah Yeah. yeah, billions you're right so you're right um (laughs) mary berry (laughs) hey mary berry to you too uh and so then uh, there's a whole wedding sequence and then at the very very end uh lizzie is teaching the like the, the, the glam mother's granddaughter glam daughter how mm-hmm. to like ride a horse and is like I'm going to teach you how my grandma taught me and then it ends <laughs> you go, oh okay Well, I, th- I think they're trying to set up a sequel or a sequel
1: yeah I think there's going to be a sequel but uh, that scene is so weird. Like, they should have started the credits during the montage of the wedding and just ended it there.
2: Yeah, because there's no lines or anything. It's just music over a montage of people at a wedding. It's just weird. Yeah. But anyway, then we're at the end. And that's... Yeah. Is there anything during the credits, or is that Hope's Legacy? That's Hope's Legacy, I that's, believe. That's Hope's Legacy. Johnny, <laughs> so what did you think of Hope's Legacy?
1: Oh, you got it in before me. I got it in. Uh, well, it has made me realize that I just want a moment here to uh, talk to God. God, please, if you believe or do reincarnation, let me come back as a white, rich girl on a ranch. And I want this life. I want this life for my ninjas that I'll have as a horse girl God, just grant me this one thing. You make life so horrible. I just want this this one thing, please. Make me a horse princess. God. I loved it. I love this movie. It's made me question my whole sexuality and my life style choices. And I do not want to be a 40-year-old male anymore.
2: I want to be a teen girl. How did you like this movie? <laughs> Well, first of all, great prayer. God loves being nagged during prayers. It's his favorite <laughs> thing about prayers. When you say, God, you make life terrible. Please make me a horse girl in my next life. God goes, you know what? This guy's got it. He read the game. Yeah. He understands flirting techniques. I'm into it. That's the only thing God gets is nagging. Exactly. I I loved a lot of this movie. I hated Lizzie and James's inability to communicate with each other, but I loved everything else. I love the lifestyle. I love the ranch. The Christmas ranch. I loved the big old horse donger. first. Like That's number one with a bullet. Just that right. big old hog that we see. We've been watching a bunch of horse movies. This is the first donger that we've seen in them. So, what a treat. It, it is truly a
1: treat. The fact that I didn't even bring up the donger makes me question my uh, <laughs> review
2: skills. I mean, as Freddy Krueger would say, what a treat, Dark Meat. So, uh, (laughs) I give this movie uh, 10 Yahweh's out of 10 Yahweh's. And I give this movie 10 out of 10. (laughs) Well, couldn't have said it any better myself. I love you. I love you. We love you. We love you.
0: The best thing about being a teen girl is getting to have a cowgirl summer. Ooh, oh, oh, oh! This is the Pure Boys, a Christian podcast, but God told us to change. Ooh, oh, oh, oh! So for what the deal. summer, we're. Wait, wait,
2: I'm gonna go back. I had a, a thing i want to say here.
0: Thought of something. Is getting, getting to see have a big horse summer donger. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Is the a
2: Christian <laughs> Worth it to go back. Totally worth yeah, it to go dog. back. To yeah. oh, Head to at Pure Boys Podcast on Twitter to see that big horse donger. And be sure to rate us five stars oh, oh, on Apple Podcasts. The quick. Quick quick. We've like people stop doing it. Keep doing it. Don't stop rating. Us. The
0: end. Do it oh, quick. 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 Yeah, free to ride some horses.
2: Man, I feel like like a cowgirl. This is our
0: summer theme song.